Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for joining me today. However you're watching, I'm so glad that you are a part. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. So if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Faith Plus, Faith Plus On Demand, welcome. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm so glad that you're listening. Make sure you subscribe so you continually be encouraged by Faith in the Morning. And today I have a special guest with me. I had the honor of meeting first over 20 years ago when I began my journey to be trained in the ministry. And they just released a new book that I have right now in my hand. It's called Unstoppable pressing through fear, offense, and negative opinions to fulfill God's purpose. So it is my honor to have on the Faith in Morning podcast, Miss Denise Renner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with me today, Miss Denise. Thank you so much. Carrie, thank you so much for inviting me to be with you because it's a great privilege for me to, that you would invite me and to speak to your audience. Oh, thank you so much. Can you share with me more about the heart behind this book, Unstoppable? Can you share, you know, kind of what the Lord will stir in your heart as you began to write this book? Well, I would just love to. You know, Carrick, I think that more than ever, maybe, we need this message of, of being unstoppable because there's so many roadblocks and, and, and hindrances that the enemy wants to use to, to stop us. And it's to stop what's on the inside of us. The greater one's on the inside of us. So the greater one's greater than any pressure coming from the outside. But we have to be unstoppable to push through those difficulties and those roadblocks because the enemy is a deceiver and he will tell us through different methods, through different messages, through media, through our friends, through the opinions of others, through fear, through offense, he will try to get us to stop. And he wants us to stop because he's so intimidated by what is on the inside of us, because it's definitely greater than what is in this world. But if we believe, if we believe that what's inside of us is not so great, we will listen to the lies, the lies of fear, the lies of offense, and the lies of the opinions the negative opinions of others, and even the negative opinions that we can have about ourselves. Oh, that's good. So let's talk about those negative opinions, because those negative opinions <laughs> seem to stop a lot of people from fulfilling God's plan for their life and walking in their purpose. And you know, I know you share about this in your book, but what's one of the things you share that helps people overcome those negative opinions and live unstoppable? Well, I think the one thing that helps us overcome negative opinions is looking at the life of Jesus because if anyone suffered or was attacked and he was he suffered and and felt every temptation that we have been tempted with the bible says in hebrews chapter 4 verses 15 and 16 that we don't have a high priest that can't can't be touched with the feelings of our infirmities he can be touched and that we're to come boldly before him because 
he has been tempted in every single way that we've been tempted. He identifies with us, though he never sinned. And so if we look at him, we can get good, great courage from what he did when negative opinions came to him. And in my book, I talk so much about in John chapter seven, I don't know how many opinions came against him in one day. He was, he's, the people said he's good. People said he deceives others. The people said, I didn't know that, uh, you know, he was so smart. Other people said, I, I don't understand why he's not already been arrested. I mean, so many opinions pressing in on him. And as I read those scriptures, I said, Lord, you didn't stop. You did not stop. And if you go to the end of chapter seven, it's just that all those people, they just went home with all their opinions. And Jesus went to the Mount of Olives to seek the Lord. And the next day, all those opinions, they didn't stop him. He, that's when he delivered that delivering message to that woman that was caught in adultery. And there's so much power. I wanna to say to your audience, Carrick, that there's so much power in them. They have the answers that people need, but the enemy, he'll try to stop you from giving it. And that's exactly what he was trying to do with those opinions of all those people that were coming against Jesus, trying to stop him. If, if he had been intimidated by them, he would have never stood up to the religious leaders in, in chapter eight of John, and he would have never had the compassion and power to speak to the woman who was caught in adultery with shame and guilt and condemnation, maybe hate, embarrassment, and deliver her. And I believe that on the inside of us is something so great if we just recognize it and obey the Lord and just say, no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no to the opinions of all these people. And I'm going to say no to the negative opinions that are trying to come into my mind. And another example, which is so amazing, when Jesus delivers the, the man with all those demons, you know, over 6,000 demons, in the last verse of that a chapter, it sounds like that just the way the words are written, I don't have my Bible in front of you, me, I'm sorry. But it, it sounds like that they were going to, uh, you know, receive Jesus and this man's been delivered. And if you read those last words, it says, and they said, leave our city. And when I saw that, I said, Lord, you were rejected by a whole city. Now, probably you that I'm speaking to, you've never been rejected by a whole city. I've never been rejected by a whole city. But Jesus just continued. And another powerful example is David. I love the example of David when he's facing Goliath. 
and his big brother, who would have had authority in his life. He accuses David of being prideful and insolent and that he's just there to see the battle. He puts David down because David was asking, what's the reward? What's the reward here of the one that kills the giant? And this older brother, his oldest brother, Eliab, he speaks against David. And the scriptures say, David turned. It doesn't say he got offended. Doesn't say he argued with him. Doesn't say he got his hurt. His feelings were hurt. It says he turned. And, and Carrick, I love that because that's what we have to do sometimes is just turn, not speak, but just turn from the negative opinions of others because they are going to come, especially if you're trying to move forward into something new that God's, that God's bringing you into. And I know I'm speaking to somebody right now. God's trying to bring you into something new. And you've been saying yes to him. But the opinions of the other people and people you respect even are trying to come against you or put you down just like they did to David. And we've got to do what David did. We've got to just turn. You know, that wasn't the end for David that day. He had other opinions that were even higher than Eliab's. It was Saul, the king, the most powerful man that David could think of, the king. He said to him, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? You cannot do this. But David said, I've got a history, king. I fought a lion and I fought a bear. And I want to encourage you because if you're pressing forward in God, you probably probably already fought a lion and a bear, so to speak. You've already had victories. Don't forget those. Don't forget those when somebody comes up and says, you can't do that. I've watched you. You can't do that. You're going to fail just like you did the last time. You remember what you've done with God. That's what David did. And finally, David had to face the biggest one, which was Goliath himself. <laughs> and Goliath said, I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds. And David said, no, you're not. I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds. And he stood up. And I want to encourage you. Oh, I feel the presence of God right now. I want to encourage you that as we stand up as believers, we agree with the word of God. We agree with the anointing of God. And maybe we don't have the results we want yet. But when we stand up, and we identify with the spirit of God and with the word of God that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. His power comes and we can face our enemy and overcome just like David did. 
Hey man, that's so good. There's so much you shared and I hope everybody listening and watching you grabbing onto this. It's so much wisdom and encouragement for all of us to go for what God has for us. Now, Ms. Denise, in one of the chapters, you said that unforgiveness poisons our supply. And I know if our supply is poison, we can't move forward in our purpose. Can you share more about that? You know, I can because I had to face that myself. I really came through a place of being offended and bitterness, and I didn't know how to get out, and I didn't know how to get out for quite a long time. And it caused some sickness in my body. My hands were painfully cold uh, all the time. I mean, all the time. My feet were painfully cold all the time. I had tremendous fear. I mean, I'm sorry to say this to all your viewers, but I had three times where I had panic attacks and I felt like that the walls were closing in on me. This is not right. This is not how a Christian is supposed to live. But I didn't, didn't have step one. I didn't have step two. I didn't have step three. I didn't have step four. I didn't know how to get out of this. But I knew one thing. I knew that the answer was Jesus, and I knew that the word of God was going to strengthen me and help me. So I would not, I would not refuse his word. In fact, my face was buried in the word of God every day, seeking his presence and seeking the answer. I was seeking for quite a while. And it came about that one man of God spoke to me and prophesied to me. By this time, I was in such a struggle with my physical body, having all this pain. And I remember one strategic moment before this man spoke to me. It was in the middle of the night. I was having sleepless nights, which went with all this torment. And I held on to the sink and <clears throat> in this hotel. And I held on to that sink. And I said, God, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why I'm in this battle. I don't know why I'm in this struggle. But God, I am not letting go of you. And it wasn't very long out of, after that that this man of God spoke to me. And he said, he looked at me. I had just sung. And he said, that was really beautiful. I said, thank you. He, and he pointed at me. And he said, you're a very sensitive person. And I said, yes. And he said, you have broken places on the inside of you. And he said, in 24 hours, you're going to wake up in a different world. Well, in those 24 hours, I was able to see my situation from another perspective that I had bitterness and I had unforgiveness in my heart. I just thought that person needed to change. I thought that person was my problem. That person wasn't my problem. Unforgiveness and bitterness was my problem. That's what was making me sick, not that person. And so I was able to see from another perspective and I asked this person to forgive, to, I asked this person to forgive me and I forgave this person. I went to bed that night. It, it was like Jesus put his invisible hand on the inside of me. And he just took out 
all the tentacles of bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and fear, great fear. And he just brought them up out of my heart and he completely delivered me in the night. And just like that prophet said to me, I woke up the next morning and I'm here to tell you, I did wake up in a different world. My hands were absolutely normal. My feet, no pain, no coldness. I was absolutely normal. And my mind was absolutely normal. He delivered me in that night. And because I had that struggle with unforgiveness so much, that's why I just passionately preach to others that if they can, to keep seeking him and seeking him and seeking him and, and not give up because he is the answer. And by his spirit, he will reveal to you exactly what you need to know to get out of that trap. And why would he do that? Because he loves you so, so much. And it says that not that he doesn't say he's going to draw to a perfect heart. It says he's going to draw close to a contrite heart. It says he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. You can see that through my story, I sure was not perfect. I had a long way to go, but he wasn't touching me because I was perfect. He was coming to me because I was drawing close to him. He was coming to me, not because of my perfect heart, but because of my contrite heart. And he brought his delivering power. Wow. Praise, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing with us. Before we go, can you pray for everybody listening and watching? I would love to. Father, I thank you for every single person that's listening, for the privilege of being on this broadcast, Lord. And Father, I just reach my hands out to this precious audience, God. Your presence is right there to touch them exactly where they are. Your presence is living on the inside of them. You've not rejected them no matter what they're going through. As they draw close to you, you're drawing close to them. I thank you for your holy presence that's touching them right now. Lord, we thank you for mercy and grace to come and reveal those hidden things that they so much need to know and understand just like I did, Lord. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we give you all the praise. And we say there's no one like you. You're the only one. You're the only one who can touch the inside of our broken heart and deliver us and heal us. And we magnify the holy name of Jesus that's been lifted up above every other name that's named. 
And we give you the glory for what you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing with us, praying for us, and pouring into us. And everyone, make sure that you get Miss Denise's book, Unstoppable. It's available online. It's available wherever books are sold. Make sure you order your copy today and read it. And I encourage you to share it with your teenagers. You have teenagers, have them read it too because they face such pressure in schools and this is going to help them have their mind right as they prepare to go to college. It's a book for all ages. So make sure you get a copy and you read through it and you share it with somebody else. So Miss Denise, thank you so much for taking your time to be with us on Faith in the Morning, as well as writing this book. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember, something good is going to happen to you, so expect miracles. God bless. Thank you.